Good morning and happy Easter everybody. Uh, it's great to see you. Uh, if we've not met, my name is Ben Pryke. I'm the Assistant Minister at St Joseph's in Benwell. Uh, and if you're a regular there, uh, let me say we really miss seeing you guys. Uh, and it was great to see your faces on those videos earlier on in the service. People often talk about each generation having its own uh, big question. Uh, and I guess one of the questions a while ago was, uh, how can I be successful? Uh, but in many ways, that seems to have been superseded now by, uh, how can I be happy? Uh, but I wonder whether the question that is starting to come through now, particularly at this time of coronavirus, is uh, how can I be safe? Uh, how can I have peace in the face of all the things that there are to worry about in this world? And it'd be easy to think, uh, what has Easter got to do with that? Uh, there are loads of things getting cancelled at the moment. Uh, would it make any difference if we just cancelled Easter? What difference does it make? And I want to show you this morning that Jesus rising from the dead, that first Easter, makes all the difference. Even in these times of coronavirus, it changes everything. And that first Easter was the most important day in the whole of history because it means that we can have a deep peace in the face of insecurity and suffering and even in the face of death. We're going to have a look at John chapter 20 together. And if you've got a Bible, it'd be great if you could have that open. Uh, John chapter 20, verses 19 to 21. Uh, but first, let me pray for us. Father God, at this time of uncertainty and change, we thank you that the good news of Easter does not change. And we pray that uh, as we look at your word together this morning, you would speak to each one of us. We pray that... We would know that peace that uh, you can give us uh, in our hearts. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's dive in and have a look at what happened that first Easter. In verse 19, we read that on the evening of the first day of the week, uh, which was Sunday for them, the disciples are huddled in a room for fear of the Jews. Uh, the door is locked. Uh, they're afraid. Uh, I mean, you would be, wouldn't you? Uh, you've spent the last three or four years following this amazing man and hanging on his every word, uh, thinking that he is going to bring hope. And then he's brutally killed by the authorities. You're grieving, you're in turmoil, uh, you're wondering what to do next. Uh, you're wondering uh, what to do with the rest of your life, uh, whether they're going to come after you uh, and put you on a cross. You're worried, you're confused, anxious, afraid. Uh, and in some ways, uh, that's how a lot of people are feeling right now in the pandemic, isn't it? All this, despite the fact that, uh, as we read in verse 18, uh, Mary Magdalene has already uh, been to see them and announced, I have seen the Lord. She's been to the tomb that morning uh, and found it empty. She's met Jesus outside the tomb. But the reality of Jesus rising from the dead hasn't hit home for the disciples and they've dismissed it or they've just not understood what she could have meant and so they keep the doors well and truly locked in fear but suddenly the glory of that first Easter breaks into the room doesn't it because Jesus himself stands amongst them uh, risen from the dead and what does he say to them he says, peace be with you. Peace 
be with you. He says it three times in this chapter. It's the Easter greeting. The word Jesus uses in the original language is shalom. And it's a much richer piece than our words. It means well-being in its fullest sense. And you know what? In one sense, when Jesus said those words, it was the first time those words have ever been used properly. You see, without Jesus rising from the dead, uh, there can be no real peace. Or to put it another way, we can enjoy peace in its fullest sense only because Jesus rose from the dead that first Easter. It is the peace that we all crave and desire. So here are four meanings of what Jesus meant when he said, peace be with you. Firstly, he meant peace in the face of death itself. I wonder if you've ever uh, been to the Hoppings. Uh, if you're local, you know that uh, it's the fair that comes to the town more every summer. And when I was growing up, I was pretty fearless and I just wanted to go on the biggest, baddest ride uh, out there, uh, whether that was the Terminator that spun you in the air uh, or the bungee ride uh, that uh, fired you up into the air and then kind of dropped you down towards the ground. But there was one ride that I did not want to go on and that was the ghost train. Now, you might love the ghost train, uh, but I hated the ghost train uh, because all you could see from the outside was that you got on this little train, went along the track and you disappeared into a dark door and you did not know what was on the other side of that door. And there could be anything. Maybe there'd be a, a, one of those awful clowns jumping out at you. Uh, maybe you'd just get attacked. Uh, maybe you would go in and just drop off a cliff, never to be seen again. Or at least that's the sort of thing that uh, I dreamt up when I was younger. And I think that can easily be similar to how we feel about death. It's like a black hole into an unknown world. We don't know what's on the other side. We don't have any certainty. We're anxious and we don't have peace about it. We don't feel safe. And I think one of the reasons for this is that deep down, we feel that our lives will be judged in some sense, or at least we fear the possibility of judgment. And the Bible says that we feel that for a reason. It says that actually the sting of death is sin. In fact, death only exists because it is a judgment on sin. It's a guilty verdict from the creator of the universe for every one of us. God created us. And he deserves our love and worship and obedience. And yet we have turned our backs on him and made ourselves rulers of our own lives. Uh, that's sin. And we misdirect our love away from the God who made us and sustains us. And we worship other things. Think about how awful it would be to turn your back on a, a loving parent who has given so much for you. Uh, and that is multiplied when it comes to the God who gave us everything. And so we have a broken relationship with our creator. We're in conflict. A pastor I follow wrote that, having spent many hours in the presence of dying people, there is often a sense of regret or guilt. Our conscience cannot be silenced and we fear future judgment in the face of death. You see, other religions uh, talk about life after death, uh, but they cannot offer certainty in the face of judgment. Uh, they cannot offer a good relationship with God. But 
Easter says that we can have certainty. We can have peace with God because Jesus took the sting of death. He took our sin on himself. Let me explain. Imagine you are a criminal mastermind. Uh, think George Clooney in Ocean's Eleven, if you've seen that film. And you rob a casino, but you're caught. And you're not as good as George Clooney. Uh, and you receive a 10-year jail sentence. Uh, you struggle through your time in jail, uh, through the 10 years. Uh, but finally, at the end of it, uh, you walk out that door to freedom. Now, at that point where you walk out, you have fully satisfied your sentence, haven't you? Uh, the price is paid and you walk out as a free man or woman. And at that first Good Friday, Jesus paid the price for our sins. Uh, it was an infinite sentence, but because he was perfect and because he was God, he was able to pay it. And when he rose from the dead that first Easter, he bought freedom. But it wasn't his freedom that he bought. It was our freedom. Author Tim Keller writes this, the resurrection was God's way of stamping paid in full uh, right across history so that nobody could miss it. And that's why the Apostle Paul uh, writes these fantastic words in 1 Corinthians, where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Death is a terrifying thing. And yet Paul taunts death. He says, where is your victory? Where is your sting? Jesus has won the victory. He took the sting of death on himself so we can have peace in the face of death and peace with God. And Jesus proved it when he rose from the dead. Friends, the date today is the 12th of April 2020. It's the year 2020 because we date ourselves from the birth, death and resurrection of Jesus and rightly so because it is the turning point of history uh, it's the best day of the year as Christians uh, everything turns on that first Easter but I wonder if you feel like that this morning is Jesus's peace with you things can so easily look dark can't they maybe there are challenges in your own life at the moment uh, maybe you're mourning the death of a loved one. Uh, maybe you're worried uh, as you look at the world around us uh, and see COVID-19 or climate change or, or whatever else uh, there is. But the amazing message of Easter is this. Things can look dark now, uh, but light is coming. If we're trusting Jesus, one day we will rise like him to peace for eternity. Uh, this life is as bad as it gets if you're a Christian. Uh, things uh, might not look like they've been mended yet, uh, but they have been mended. That's what Easter says. Uh, they've been restored. Uh, there is hope. All the things that we worry about or hate, all the things that make us sad will be gone. All the things we love uh, will be multiplied. There'll be a complete healing of all relationships. Uh, there'll be peace uh, with one another, uh, peace with ourselves, uh, peace with God himself for eternity. And only the resurrection promises us that. So this Easter, let Jesus' words sink in. 
the disciples were locked away in a room that first Easter in utter turmoil. Uh, they're afraid and confused. But Jesus says this to them, verse 21, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so even so I am sending you. Jesus is alive and he's with them and he's got an amazing plan. And the same is true for us today. He's alive, he's with us, he has a plan. Uh, so whatever your situation at the moment, uh, know the reassurance and comfort of those words. Uh, let them sink in this Easter. And remember that God wants to use you in his plan. As Jesus sent the disciples, so he is sending us into the world. Because this peace is for everyone who puts their trust in Jesus. So if this is all new to you this morning, uh, please do investigate further. Uh, have a look at the evidence for the resurrection. Uh, I know it is crazy that a guy rose from the dead, uh, but there is amazing evidence. So please look into it. Or maybe this is the time to make that step of faith uh, and ask Jesus to give you his peace. Uh, we'd love to help you with either of those things. And if you're a Christian, uh, how are you going to act as one sent by Jesus? How are you going to hold out God's peace to those who are struggling to find it, uh, even when you can't leave uh, your house at the moment? Maybe it's spending time in prayer for those you know. Uh, maybe it's sharing these online services with others. Maybe it's mentioning these words of Jesus' uh, that first Easter about peace uh, to others you know who are anxious or worried at this time so that one day maybe they too will share in that amazing peace for eternity to finish let me tell you about a christian lady called johnny tada uh, who i read about she was paralyzed from the neck down in an accident sadly uh, when she was 17 uh, she used to go to church in her wheelchair uh, but one day at a Christian conference, uh, the minister asked everybody to uh, to kneel to pray. Uh, but she stood out in her wheelchair, uh, as you would do. And it brought tears to her eyes, uh, but not out of self-pity. Uh, because as she looked at everyone knelt down praying, uh, it gave her a picture of heaven. And um, she wrote this. Sitting there, I was reminded that in heaven... I will be free to jump up, dance, kick and do aerobics. And the first thing I plan to do on resurrected legs is to drop on grateful, glorified knees. I will quietly kneel at the feet of Jesus. Today is a day to glorify Jesus as we look forward to one day being with him forever. It's a day to rejoice, hallelujah, because Jesus rose from the dead that first Easter. He smashed through death so that we can have peace in all those ways that we've talked about this morning. And let the truth of God's goodness sink in this Easter. Amen.